Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. We start here on Straight Out of Vegas with the big games in the NFL this coming weekend, most notably the AFC Championship between the Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. Just yesterday, we spent virtually an entire show talking about the effects of something called an Arctic Blast at Arrowhead Stadium. And now, earlier today, it was reported that the weather has improved so much so that we are now looking at temperatures in between 20 and 22 degrees at kickoff on Sunday. RJ, what's the Vegas perspective on the weather move? Well, first off, Joe, I'm not sure why you had to emphasize we spent so much time on it. We did a deep dive. You could have said we touched on it, but uh, some of it's still pertinent. It is. Uh, You know, well, not really. (laughs) Jonas did a good job of recounting what we thought yesterday, what we think now, at least projection-wise for the weather, forecast-wise. Let's assume the forecasts are right. And again, obviously, there's a chance they might not be. How does this affect? Because a lot of people might say 5 degrees is cold, 20 degrees is cold. You disagree. Yeah, the the difference between 20 and 5 degrees is really, really significant. You'll uncover the data for that. It's still going to compromise the offenses at 20. Yeah, so let's talk about the data we uncovered. So the, it was making the rounds yesterday, and, and listen, on Twitter, you got to be careful, right? And it was like, hey, people overreact to weather. So let's use a good example. If someone, let's say you could run an eight-minute mile. Fez, I don't think you could, but I didn't think you could bench 200 pounds. So who knows? <laughs> what would be your over-under for a mile that you'd be willing to bet? Nine th- 930. 
Oh, well, hope to. I think you can yeah. walk fast and do nine thirty. He'd be like a power walking. Like, all right. So imagine if I said, okay, let's say you could run an eight minute mile. I'm going to put one ounce weights in my shoes. And what do you think? How, how, how long do you think it would take me to run a mile then? Someone might say 10 and a half minutes. It's like, well, wait a minute. That'd be an overreaction to a clear negative, meaning the one ounces in each shoe would slow you down. I don't know if it'd be five seconds or seven seconds, but it would slow you down. But it's possible that directionally something can be a negative, but the market price overreacts to it. So what we have seen historically is whenever it gets below 32, everyone says, and because everyone loves handicapping data that's objective. Like there's so much we're just grasping for facts and rationale and things that make sense. But when you get something as clean as, boy, it's going to be cold, it's going to be tough to catch that ball. I remember sometimes I go out when it's cold and I have trouble opening up my car. You know that <laughs> everyone can kind of relate to that. And what happens is there's an overreaction. If you look at the NFL games since 2000, so almost 20 years, and the temperature is from 20 to 32, so freezing, below freezing to 20, more overs than unders. But that doesn't mean that the weather, the cold weather helps scoring. It means the adjustment down is too much. Then if you look at, from 10 degrees to 19 degrees. Now, that's the teens, baby. That is cold. The overs are almost 60%. People look and say, man, it's super cold. I'm going under. Well, it goes over 60%. But what we uncovered, what Twitter didn't pick up on, was when it's 9 degrees, single digits, and down into the negatives, it was... Two overs, nine under. Small sample size, but boy, two to nine is pretty extreme. So it's one of those situations where it doesn't really affect you all that much, doesn't. And then it's like, wow, it's so cold, you're having trouble breathing. When we thought Kansas City at home was going to be in that spot against the Pats, we thought under, under, under. The market was going that way. Under, under, under was what they were betting. Now, we're back up to the, hey, it's cold. A lot of people might say, yeah, what's the difference? But the data says this kind of cold gets overreacted to. So, Fez, I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. Fez, let me ask you this question. We're talking about the Pats and Kansas City, the weather effects. How has the market reacted to this new forecast? Yeah, so the market was at 54 and a half right before I went to sleep last night. So just night. to be clear, over, under, total points, 54 and a half. Yes, and it had been dropping all week long. I went to sleep happy, figuring I'd wake up in the morning and that total would drop even more. Boom, I get up at 7 a.m., RJ. What's this? Money on the over? The over is up to 55, and now it's currently 55 and a half. What happened? The forecast changed. Okay, so this brings up a great point and probably one of my most asked questions. How can you bet so early when, because we're always preaching bet as early as you can. Because the theory is the biggest bettors in the world, the $100,000 a game guys, the syndicates, usually don't bet till later in the week in the NFL. 
Sometimes they don't bet till game day because they want to get the monster bets in. A million, they're syndicates that get a million dollars on an NFL game. You can't get a million on Monday, right? Before six days before. But if you're betting a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars or even five hundred dollars, which is a lot of money a game, you can bet on Monday no problem. So why not bet before the million dollar guys shape up the line, tell you where the problems are? But here's the paradox. There's a lot of things you don't know. That center may or may not be able to play on his sore knee. Or the weather may or may not be what the current forecast six days ahead or four days ahead is. And my answer is always the same. You have the same chance to get the benefit of what happens during the interim time of your early bet in the game. Half the time you'll be benefiting from it. The center will play. And, oh, by the way, that's your team. Line goes up a half a point because he's playing. But you got the early line. Half the time he doesn't play. It goes down. But in the long run, it evens out. And what ends up happening is you still get that better number. You get that untouched number from the biggest batters. Here's a situation, Feds, right here on Straight Out of Vegas. End of yesterday's show, you said, we're taking a chance. We're betting the under because I keep expecting this going down. Now, here's the question. If people followed you, they got their bet in. Let's assume a lot of people did because your record this year has been outstanding on these early picks. What do you do now? You stay pat with your bet because I have good news for everyone who followed. There are other reasons that I like the under in this game, not just the weather. Okay, so even though you have a worse number right now, and in theory they could buy back, you know, eat the VIG, hope they don't get middled, you're saying you still like the under even at the old number because of other reasons. Correct. And, now, what, and what was the number you gave yesterday? Under 55. And right now it's 55 and a half. Correct. So let's talk about, though, just practically for a second, the danger if you would go now. This, let's say you bet $100 on under. 55 and uh, a half, you said? Yes. Or 55? Under 55. Okay. Under 55 for 100. 110 wins you 100. Now you'd have to go over 55 and a half. Yes. So 55 is the death number. If it hits 55, you get sided, right? S-I-D-E-D, sided in that case. And you're eating the VIG regardless. You're 10 bucks. So you're hoping to lose $10. That's the good case scenario. RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. What to do with the weather forecast changes in the Pats game. Now, your belief, Fez, is even though it's not quite as cold, you use the word, it's going to compromise facets of the game. Break that down. Yeah, and I think the number one aspect of it, I'm concerned about Mahomes' performance in the cold weather. Went ahead and looked up how he did historically when the temperature drops below 30 degrees. You asked me to do that research for you, RJ. I've got it for you. <laughs> Turns out Mahomes has played three games in the NFL when the temperature's below 30, like it's going to be on Sunday. Those three games, he had an average QBR of 62. 50 is average, so he's played well. However... Now, just to be clear, did you get that QBR by adding up the three and dividing by three? No, they actually were remarkably consistent. 62, 62, 63 in these three games. So let's, let me do the math here. 162, <laughs> 162, 
163. I think it's a little over 62. So it's 62.3. <laughs> so you did just divide it. I did. All right. Because just to be clear, based on how many throws each, if you had it blended where they actually did the QBR over the three games, if you threw more in one game, it would be weighted more. And again, not that that matters, but I think it's important if we're talking stats that we teach the listeners at least be explicit about when we're estimating versus when we did the right calculation. But you're right. It's obviously going to be right in that range. So what does that tell us? So that tells us if we look at a season-long QBR, which is 82 on average, that he has performed much worse in games below 30 degrees. And in fact, RJ... And three-game sample isn't so small. And the good news is his fourth worst game was the one game that was between 30 and 40 degrees. So you're saying his four worst games were the four coldest games. Correct. Wow. Wow. Oh, so literally those 66s or 63s and all that, that, that was his three worst. Yes. He's had, he's had 18 starts in his career. He's had five games where his QBR was below 70, and it turns out the four lowest games were in the lowest temperature games. I got to tell you, that's a stat. Let's just say it one more time. We've got 18 starts. When it comes to the Kansas City quarterback, Mahomes, his four worst QBRs was the four coldest games that he played. Correct. Well, that puts a nice bow on this first segment. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. RJ, we've been talking a lot about the weather and the effect the weather may have on the Patriots and Chiefs game this Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium. Right now on pregame.com, Kansas City is a three-point favorite over the Patriots. But what is the Vegas perspective on New England and Tom Brady on the road? Well, I think there's road concerns, and I think there's concerns about Brady when it comes to post Josh Gordon, without Josh Gordon. So, Fez, let's start there with Gordon, and then we'll get to the road. You had a pretty amazing stat you and Brad uncovered, which is the average yards per attempt passing the ball. It's a very important stat because what we've seen is we saw it with Driscoll for the Bengals. We've seen it with a lot of less-than-elite quarterbacks, which is a lot of dump-off passes, long handoffs in a way. So, yeah, they're completing 65% of their passes, but they're not getting hardly any points because they're not getting enough yards per pass. An attempt allows you yards per attempt to give credit to the guys that go way downfield because, hey, 140-yarder can make a big, big difference. Very important stat, yards per attempt. The average in the NFL for quarterbacks this year, 6.8 yards per attempt. Every time they throw the ball, Gain an average of 6.8 yards across the NFL. Tom Brady, when Josh Gordon was on the field, had a 7.6 yards per attempt. So that's almost a yard better than the league average. When Tom Brady didn't have Josh Gordon on the field, 5.6 yards per attempt. That's over a yard Worse than the average. We're talking about the greatest quarterback by many accounts. One of the greatest beyond debate in the history of the NFL is over a yard worse per attempt this season than the average quarterback in the NFL. And oh, by the way, Brad uncovered this nugget. That 5.6 yards would be the worst of any of the starting quarterbacks. Imagine seeing a stat and someone says, yes, this yards per attempt is so, so telling about how good a quarterback is. And imagine you're looking at the list. You got the nice white sheet of paper, the black ink, and you're seeing Mahomes, and you're seeing all these names. And then finally, the last name, nothing below it, 
Maybe a few smudge marks. It says Tom Brady, 5.6 yards, the worst, number 32 in the NFL. That is the reality of Tom Brady this season when Josh Gordon isn't on the field. Oh, by the way, Josh Gordon's not going to be on the field come Sunday. Fez, how big a deal is this? Oh, huge deal. And think about it. It's not just that Josh Gordon is catching 25-yard passes. He's the burner. He's the threat. He was. Was the threat going down the field. So even if you're not throwing it to Josh Gordon, now when you're dinking and dunking to James White, when you're throwing that horizontal passing game to Edelman, there's fewer guys. The safeties are further back, and you're going to be picking up, on average, more yards per pass with that threat downfield. But these Pats fans are going to rightfully say that the Pats won by double digits week 16 at home, won by double digits week 17, and won by double digits against a Chargers team. If I'm not mistaken, it wasn't that long ago you had ranked as the second-best team in the NFL. First off, am I correct on that? They never made number two. Am I correct? You're incorrect. What were they? They were fourth. Brad, does that sound right to you? Hmm. Yeah, it I re- does. I remember the charges were right there. You were like, they're as good as anyone but the Saints. They were almost as good. Ah, so an elite team. Yes. So double-digit win, Pats, no Gordon. Double-digit win, Pats, no Gordon. Double-digit win, Pats, no Gordon. Explain. Well, they got to play the Bills Week 16 and the Jets Week 17, and those teams were basically playing out the string, and they just handed the ball off to Sony Michelle and grounded him. So did you have gigantic bets on the Patriots? No, because I hate laying double digits. <laughs> so not so obvious that they were going to win easily. Well, obviously they were going to win easily because they were favored to win easily. I mean, win yeah. easily as in double digits. Yes. All right, so I think Fez really, I think accidentally framed that properly. And here, here, here's what I would say. If you believe that the Pats, and this is the negative Pats perspective, negative on Brady and the Patriots. Hey, listen, at home against the Jets, uh, that's easy enough. At home against the Bills, ah, uh, that's easy enough, especially late in the year, nothing to play for really for those teams. You could debate, oh, division opponent, they're trying to play – We're going anti-Pats here. And then, hey, Pats played well, but they had two weeks. Everyone plays well off the bye in these spots, and they have recently, I think, almost everybody. And, oh, by the way, the Chargers had such a negative situational circumstance. Third straight road game, all the travel, 10,000 miles. We talked about it nonstop. I said, and I believe, one of the biggest situational disadvantages I had ever seen in the NFL was the Chargers against the Pats. So double-digit favorite against a nobody, double-digit favorite against a nobody, both at home, easy wins, and then against a team with a historic, some would say historical disadvantage, and the Pats won. Of course they did. Where do you Now, on the other hand, someone could say, hey, look, Win, win, win. Everyone in the NFL really, really matters. Oh, by the way, the Pats were only favored by four against the Chargers. If it was so easy, why didn't you double your net worth? I think there's two angles here. Which side do you fall more on, Fez? Oh, I think it's based upon New England's overvalued based upon having a great situational setup against the Chargers and the Week 16 and 17 games. So you believe the stat says Tom Brady 
Yards per attempt when Josh Gordon wasn't on the field would be the worst in the NFL this season. If that was his entire season, you believe that negativity, you're more on that side about the Pats. I think that's the true story. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas recapping the weather change. We did that, and, and that's amazing. It bears repeating. Mahomes, 18 games in the NFL. His four worst games by QBR were his four coldest games. That is not a – talk about a correlation. One, two, three, and four, the four coldest, the four worst. Now we're talking about, well, Brady, what's his reality? Fez pessimistic, and the numbers say he's right when Josh Gordon hasn't been on the field. Last factor in the Pats-Kansas City game, New England's road concerns. New England has won 16 straight games at home straight up. On the road, a quite frankly for them, a historically bad season on the road. Yeah, New England, I can make the case, has been a Joe Q average team on the road this year. Three and five straight up, three and five against the spread. RJ, they've been outscored on average by two and a half points per game. So almost three points per game. That's what home field is worth. That's what an average team would do. And look at this performance there. So you're saying not just an average team, meaning when they're on the road with that inherent disadvantage that they're average. You're saying they're average as a road team, meaning half the road teams are better than them and half the road teams are worse than them, the Pats. Yes, and this is despite playing an easy schedule. They only played one playoff team on the road all year long. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. 
Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Guys, we've been talking about the NFC Championship game, the Rams and the Saints, and Jared Goff heading into his first career playoff start on the road. RJ, is there any concern in Vegas over Jared Goff this coming Sunday against New Orleans? Only if you bet the Rams. So <laughs> if you look at these numbers, it's an eye popper. I hate numbers on the radio, but Vegas is numbers-based. We'll try to keep this simple. This is quarterback rating, not QBR. So passer rating, I think, is what it usually goes by. And here's the thing. Golf at home, let's just use round numbers, 116. That's outstanding. The NFL average is 95. So over 20 points better than the NFL average when golf is at home. When golf golf is on the road, it's 83. So over 12 points worse. So think about this. Goff is on the road. The quarterback he's proven to be this year is significantly below average in the situation he's in. So if you're thinking about the four best coaches in the NFL, and I think some people believe it's the four here. I think Zimmer's on the list myself ahead of... In my opinion, McVay, I don't think he's proven himself yet fully, but for the six or seven best coaches for sure. And then you look at quarterbacks, Brady, all time, still top four in the league, no doubt about it. And then you look at Mahomes, this year's MVP. You look at Drew Brees, sure Hall of Famer, top five this year for sure. And now Jared Goff, who is clearly, unequivocally, Below average on the road doesn't mean he can't have a monster game, but history tells us golf on the road weakness, especially compared to this competition. Yeah, and let's look at Jared Goff not only on the road, RJ, but last three games against playoff teams zero touchdowns, five interceptions against better competition. He's been very subpar. And since October 1st, number of 50-yard completions by Goff and that high-powered Rams offense, RJ, zero pass plays of over 50 yards. How many games? Since October 1st. Yeah, 50 is a long play, but October 1st. So you're saying other than the first month of the season? Yes. So what you're saying, I mean, I just killed Goff. Brad jumps in <laughs> waving his hand. Let me get a punch in. 
This is like uh, what was that called in the movie the the Code Red or whatever, right? Like they they code red they code redded Jared Goff. Guys, as we head into this weekend's games, we've got the Patriots, we've got the Chiefs, the Saints, and the Rams. What has stuck out to Vegas that could be considered deceiving from last week's performance? Well, we can handle the truth. We know that much. Let's talk Rams. To me, this is simple. The Ringer, let's give credit where credit's due. Bill Simmons' website, they had an article about the Rams figured out something about the Cowboys' defensive line. And you have a C.J. Anderson running, looks like he should be maybe franchise tag. Le'Veon Bell, C.J. Anderson, who knows? We know that's not true. But boy, oh boy, if you look at the Rams and the way they ran the ball and then you read about the Cowboys, you got to wonder, Fez, how much do we downgrade that Rams performance because of that? Uh, the giveaways, the tips that the D-line for the Cowboys was given the Rams. Yeah, I do think you have to downgrade it. Let's face it, RJ. How often do you see two running backs run for 100 yards each against a good rush defense? There has to be an external factor that was going on. So looking at the potential deceiving results from last weekend, because let's be honest, everyone watches the playoff games. So if something's deceiving, we got to understand it to price it. Saints, a lot of talk about Saints offense not near as good. On the other, as it was earlier in the year. On the other hand, Saints at home were still consistently mighty good. And then they only put up 20 against the Eagles. So now the only game that kind of broke up the list of low scoring games was that Steelers 31, the Saints put up. Otherwise, if you look back, the Saints haven't scored over 30, I think like once in the last six games. Now, a lot of those were road games. One of them didn't have Breeze. So how do we balance it? Do we still trust the Saints' offense is top five in the league at home? Or do we really downgrade the Saints because putting up only 20 against the Eagles? I downgraded the Saints because I downgraded Drew Breeze. Happy birthday to him, by the way. Just turned 40 a couple of days ago. But bottom line, he's not able to throw the ball deep down the field anymore. I'm sure he'll be happy you gave him a happy <laughs> birthday. Straight out of Vegas, R.J. Bell. Last thing, we talked about the Pats. We know we got to question that dominating performance because it was such a bad situational spot. Do we question Kansas City? That feels like the cleanest performance. You love the Colts, Fez. We were surprised. But in hindsight, do we look at the fact that the Colts were tired? We didn't think they – you hoped they weren't? Or do you really give KC a ton of credit for that dominating performance? I give KC credit for it, but well, I you, – You can tell it's painful because yeah, you had the other side. Lost a lot of money. But the Colts' dome team that did struggle in the elements. But you never mentioned the dome team. Yeah, I probably should have. <laughs> so I think it's fair to say of all the dominating performances last week, Kansas City's is the cleanest. Agree. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com.
Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.